witches. <laughs> Basically. Holy shit, witches. What is up? My name is Leah Knauer. And I'm Rachel LaForest, and we are your basic witches still riding high off the fact that today we talk to Margaret Cho. Yes, she's the fucking coolest, most badass, funny chick, and we were totally right. She's a witch. She is such a witch, y'all. <laughs> so excited for you guys to get to hear that. But before we jump in, we want to remind you that we have witchy merch for sale, mm-hmm. all handmade in Los Angeles by us. Yes. And there's a link on our Instagram at Basic Witches. If you go there, there's a link to all kinds of stuff. Um, but you can order merch. We have crop tops and bags and hats and it's so cute and we love seeing pictures of all of you wearing it um while you're on our instagram be sure to go there tuesdays at 5 55 p.m pacific because we've been doing live chats and connecting with you and pulling cards for you and we have amazing guests so come join us Tuesdays at 555 at Basic Witches on Instagram Live. And if you have time to leave us a five-star iTunes review, it holds so much power, probably too much power, <laughs> but it would really help us out, so we'd appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're done listening to this episode that you're going to fucking love with fucking Margaret Cho... Um, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> if you still uh, have the urge to have something playing in your ears, then we recommend The Realness Podcast. It's another Soul Fire podcast, so you know you're going to be getting something very genuine and honest, and it is from Connor Moore. Yeah, and Connor is not afraid to speak his mind, which is what I love about him. Each week, Connor connects with the kinds of people that you wish you were hanging out with, and like it makes you feel like you're part of the conversation. No topics are off limits to him, so definitely check out The Realness after you enjoy this amazing episode with Margaret Cho. Did we say that yet? Margaret Cho? Margaret Cho's on the show? Did oh, we yeah. Say that? Oh, fucking Margaret Cho oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. on the show. We're so excited to talk to you. I know we've been tracking you down for a while and it's so yeah. surreal. Um, great. Especially yeah. because we would have been talking to you at the store mm-hmm. and now that's not possible. I know. I know. I know. It's so crazy. It's so Hard crazy. I mean, it's just that. a ter- terrible time, but I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's very strange, but at least um, we get to do this, which is really good. Yes. yes. Connecting yes. in different ways. Yes. Yeah. How, how are you feeling today? Because I know for me, it's like an hour by hour basis. <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm like, um, you know, it's always different. It's mm-hmm. always good. But I'm, I have a little, I mean, I have a little bit of time. Um, so, but it's weird because I'm like, it's weird because today I'm like busy today, which is weird. Mm. So. <laughs> it's weird to be busy good. right now. So. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of it's it's weirdly um, it's interesting to be busy because um, it's like you think that this is kind of like but people have kind of figured out how to like work, which is really weird. And I think Hollywood is certainly like you don't feel like you um, are uh, allowed to exist without working. Mm. Yes, it feels like you constantly have to be making progress and making yourself known. Yeah, so that you're you sort of buy your existence with the idea of work because we don't have like the same kind of um, like nine to five schedules as most people do, and so we don't have the same sort of like um, ideas of rest and um, you know like uh, 
recuperation as most people. Um, <clears throat> exactly. So that we we sort of the cycles of that are dismissed in our reality, and uh-huh. then so that's why I think these kinds of uh, lifestyles are particularly hard to quarantine because we don't really know how to do that, and so when we are able to like figure out how to work, we almost go overboard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so that's, it, that's kind of what I'm, I'm in. <laughs> it's so interesting to hear you say that because I'm like at the beginning of my career, you know, I'm in like my late twenties and like, I feel the same feelings. And so it's so interesting that you like as successful as you are and as much as you've done, you still feel those same things. So it's kind of like, Oh, I better strap in on this ride. Mm. Yeah, it, it actually never goes away. And actually, it <laughs> even more intense the more success you attain. Even somebody like, I see it even in somebody like JLo, you know, I watched uh, her, some of her um, like uh, social media, and she was posting some of her rehearsal footage from the um, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And it, even she, I can sense <laughs> that feeling of like, she's even almost trying to justify these kinds of return, rest, re, uh, recuperation vibes mm. of like, do these people know that I still am grinding, even oh. though everything is like at a halt? Do these people know that I'm still thinking about the grind as, and, 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 mm-hmm. and in a sense, there's a, this feeling of like pause as being a, a really impossible place to be for anybody in, mm. in the public eye. And, um, you know, especially if you're an older woman, mm. um, especially somebody that is incredibly accomplished, you know, that there's a, a, a sense of rest being a, a kind of um, a real cardinal sin. Like a and, down. Yeah. Like resting and, or demoting demoting and allowing somebody else to take that crown or that throne or steal the throne, which is impossible. You know, nobody, nobody can take that, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird, um, mytho mythological kind of, um, thing that we almost, we mythologize ourselves, you know, we keep to ourselves. We buy into it unconsciously mm-hmm. I think sometimes like yeah I know for me I I learned this analogy of like for freelance artists like us the boss and employee are the same person right. and like you know for the more successful you get you have a team but still for your career you're the boss and the employee so you have to set the mm-hmm. relationship within yourself and it's really hard um right what are you doing to, well, are you trying to find ways to do less and to pause more? Well, my entire goal is um, no, pro- no productivity. Oh, and it's, yes. it's like a really weird goal to yes. attain yes. because it's like, I'm like real, like no productivity. And it's like, I'm really not trying to be productive. Like, and it's a very anti-productivity. And because I've, I've been doing that, I'm productive despite myself. Mm-hmm. And that's a very, um, it, it's kind of like, I, I refuse to feel guilt over not doing shit. You know, yeah. like I can even just sit there like, um, and 
uh, like watch garbage TV or garbage <laughs> internet and garbage stuff. Yes. And because I had my fill of it, I fill of garbage. Now I, I watched five, um, this is so stupid, but I watched five like, uh, Columbia noir movies in a row. Like I, Whoa. <laughs> like, I watched five black and white movies in a row because I was so fed up with beauty. Yeah. That's so funny. I had my fill of like garbage eating um cheese nips from the bag. Yes, so I yes. made uh, rutabaga and kale like salad. Like I massaged kale because I couldn't oh. eat another goddamn cheese nip. Like you like I, went the other way. Yeah, like if you allow yourself as much garbage and non-productivity as you can stomach, you will uh, go the opposite and actually mm. cali- recalibrate to what you want. Yes. And there's a kind of joy in that. So I kind of like was like, I'm actually not going to force myself to do anything and then feel guilt because I'm not doing it. Right. Like, yeah, because that's a double-edged sword. I find myself yeah. stuck in that a lot where I'm like, I'm just adding insult to injury. If I set out to binge Netflix today and not be productive, but then I feel guilty about it, then I didn't mm-hmm. get the rest that I actually was craving mm-hmm. when I wanted to watch the trash. Like I'm working on that same thing. I just, the other day I set an experiment for myself too. I was like, I'm going to actively try to do nothing today. And just like you, I ended up naturally doing some (laughs) productive things, but yeah, it's like, you have to aim for the C no more aiming for the, like for me as a recovering perfectionist, I need to aim for a C to stay sane. Yeah. It's really, and it's kind of good to also aim for nothing. And even yeah. like with the trash too, like, even like, like, I also have a kind of thing of like a value system on what I'm binging. Like, mm. you know, the people, uh, everybody's kind of binging. And then there's a sort of like, well, I binge this and I binge that. And it's sort of like a weird value system. And like people who binge certain things are sort of more valuable than people who don't, or like, you know, and like that if you're binging, like the tiger King, that's like not as, cool as if you 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 know whatever like whatever it is it's just dumb but you know like it's it's a it's a funny thing that you know like why why what does it matter what you're doing it's Mm. like just allow yourself to be lost in the great entertainment that we have it's so we're we're so lucky oh my god gratitude yes yeah are you do you have an active gratitude practice going I actually do. Um, I'm really, uh, I'm really into that. I think that's really important. And Mm -hmm. I do have, um, I don't have like the, the thing of, you know, making a list, but I do have like, uh, you know, I have a meditation practice that's pretty Mm. bountiful Mm. and I am, um, you know, I'm pretty, I I, I'm conscious of, uh, um, the bounty in my life, you know, and, and Mm -hmm. conscious of, the joyful things that I, I, I have and, and, and the physical things that bring me a lot of joy. So that's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I love that. So that begs the question, are you a witch? Oh, yes. Yeah. You're such a witch. You are yes. so badass. You're like tatted up and you talk oh. about whatever the fuck you want. I think of you as one of the quintessential female comedians. Yes. Like I grew up watching you yeah um and you're just so fucking cool 
So thank I feel like you. you're a witch. You're such a pioneer. And that is oh, so you. witch of you. Mm, thank you. That, thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's the um, highest form of being. I think witches are so important and mm. so needed and, and um, you know, so powerful and so misunderstood. Mm. Yes. You know how earlier you mentioned, um, you know, especially as an older woman, you said an aside like that. That's one thing that I am so glad to have found witchcraft for because the witch gains respect as she ages. Mm. Like the wise crone is the highest witch and that only comes with age and experience. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to be 30 this year and, um, I feel very young and I feel like I'm going to be young until I'm in my seventies, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just an attitude. Mm-hmm. But I'm, yeah. I'm like, we need to respect women mm-hmm. more as they age, like in witchcraft. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, so it's Margaret, beautiful. what, um, what is like your spirituality background? I'm curious how you got into this this lifestyle? (laughs) Um, I think it's a lot of things. Um, It's very matter of fact. Um, I think that, uh, well, my Korean roots are pretty, like Koreans are like, like the, the basic like philosophies are, they're real shamanistic. And I think Mm. because it's like a peninsula, the, the um, sort of like that pagan traditions that exist there sort of exist sort of with buddhism but there's a lot of ancestor worship and this idea that you exist in the same plane as all of your dead relatives Mm. and so there's like this kind of like thing of there's this thing called the mudang which is like an old um they're usually women and there's like an old tradition of where they come and they bless like your household and they make peace with all of your dead relatives. And you're supposed to sort of like celebrate your dead relatives and do like these parties for their um, anniversaries, whether it's their death dates or their birthdays or, you know, some sort of thing where you bring their favorite food around and you, you don't have to make it necessarily, but you have to make sort of a facsimile of it or like Mm -hmm. pictures of it. And um, you know, just pretend and, and stuff. And then like in all over Asia, they have different kinds of things like, where you'll go to like a temple and you'll you'll burn like a paper version of uh, what they may need in the afterlife. Oh. So there's different kinds of shamanistic traditions. So like when a Joan Rivers died, I, I got her um, mm. a paper dog and like paper dog food and some paper mm. cookies and some oh. paper jewelry. Cute. And I burned it at the um, at the temple. And then wow. um, there's this uh, gay movie star who. Uh, committed suicide in the 90s so I I uh bought him a, a paper iPhone and I drew a paper uh, like a, a grinder on there so that he could access grinder. he needs that <laughs> like, <That's> incredible <laughs> so you know you do things for like these people who have passed on and your ancestors you know that are, that that sort of retain the humor and 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 uh kind of keep them in the loop to let them know that you're thinking of them and and to keep them happy so these mm. are sort, sort of the, the sort of tradition of um kind of like, you know, honoring your elders. And, and so there's different forms of that. So I was raised with that mentality, but my mother takes it very literally. So she could always see, and she still does. She mm. sees uh, spirits mm. and she sees um, different, uh, you know, astral projections. She sees things that happen in my life. And she oh, sees wow. like, uh, she sees different like um, spirit forms in and around all around me and and um you know so she has these visions and 
So there's something, is something to that. for you that then totally came true. I think that um, it's more that I have a sense of it that I I have a knowledge of it, but I don't work on that side of my um, witchiness as mm-hmm. much. I don't work on like my uh, I don't work on my psychic abilities. I don't work on um, any kind of things like whatever would bring me sort of earthly power. But what I sort of work on maybe more than anything is a kind of um, peace, internal peace and like internal healing. And I'm sort of like a, a kind of a grounding meditation. And a, a, what I what is mostly important is trying to heal the planet of like breathing in pain and mm. breathing, um, breathing in suffering and breathing out peace. Yeah. So that's Tomlin. a kind of from that's, Buddhism. Yeah. I do that's that too. Buddhism. Yes. Yeah. Oh so yeah. That's the main thing. That's kind oh. of just a very easy kind of thing of like, okay, that's probably the main thing. Cause that's the one that I think is the one that I can handle. And then mm. everything else, like, I, I think it's like, I, I maybe would go through stages of like, Oh, when I was younger, like I would want to do like a love spell. And then <laughs> it would be like, Oh, every time I've done that, it's come out so weird and not <laughs> right <laughs> and like backfired so painfully wrong. Damn. But they work, but in yeah. a way that you don't want them to. Like right. you don't realize how wrong you are. It's like, be careful like, what you think- wish for. Yeah, we think we're so right about things, but we really have no idea. Oof, I'm taking this Yale course right now online, and it says that we never, our brains never actually know what we want. Our brains are usually wrong when it says, when it predicts things. It's like, mm-hmm. so crazy. <laughs> well, we think we know, but we mm. really don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so oh, yes. It's very, it's, it's very difficult. Like, I think it's really... Um, it's, it's, it's better to use our powers for something very general, like, um, you know, just breathing in suffering and breathing out peace. Like mm-hmm. that is something that's so helpful mm-hmm. rather it, than trying to apply specific tasks. It was so funny too, that you use the word peace because we did two card pulls today, just like in our own time and same pulled the same card, which was Irene peace. And then when you said that, Rachel and I just like looked at each other like, whoa, (laughs) we were talking about all all about peace right before talking to you, Um, which then makes me want to ask, I was showering this morning and thinking about, you know, anticipating talking to you. And I felt that something was wrong with your, your dog, if you have one or something about like an issue with a dog. Does, is that true? Well, she is, um, she's great, but, uh, she's a little bit tired today Mm. and, um, she's, uh, uh, she's had about three walks and she's, she's a little bit sleepy, but she's really good. (laughs) Okay. I mean, she's very like, I think she's, she's, she's a little bit tired. She's a little bit crabby. (laughs) That's not going to be a good one. Um, I know that's coming. The bath is really, the bath is really probably what you're feeling. She gets ah. very, very okay. upset. And I was in the shower yeah. when this came to right. me. So there's an issue with that. Oh my gosh. And it's that's a traumatic hilarious. thing whenever <laughs> yeah. she has to have a bath or a shower. I'm sure. It's really upsetting. 
Rachel's oh. a pet psychic now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's it. For her, like a shower, it's like, it, it really is traumatic, but she'll get in the shower. When I'm out of the Aww. shower, she'll actually get inside because she likes to like the taste of the water. Like she yeah. likes the taste Aww. of also like bath products and like all that kind of stuff. She yeah. likes the smell and, and all What's that. her name? Um, her name is Lucia. Lucia. I love that. Yes. <laughs> Um, speaking of baths, do you have any sort of self-care rituals that you practice as a witch? Bath time, um, salt, sex oh, yes. magic, sex magic. <laughs> um, well, those kinds of things are, those are really, I mean, any kind of self-care is very much a part of that. All, all, all sorts of but self-care is part of the ritual because you, you know, your body is like the temple. So you're Mm -hmm. continually caring for the temple and all of those elements of worship. And so everything is, is part of it. You know, um, I think, uh, that, yeah, it's not as, um, I think, I guess it's not as regimented as, as, as that, but it does, you know, it does feel nice and it is something that is definitely all part of it. Yes. Yes. You strike me as intuitive because of the, what I, what I know of your career and how you were, like I said, a pioneer, which is very witchy, um, to be going against the grain and just doing what you want to do. Um, are, would you consider yourself very intuitive I think that if I worked on it more, I mm. would be, I, if I, if I worked on it more, I would be, I think if I was more willing mm. to, um, go there and to be more, uh, if I wasn't as afraid, I think that I definitely ah. have a lot of earthly fear mm-hmm. around it. There's also like, it's also my father's side because my father, my mother's side of the family is very like Shinto, very like paganistic very buddhist very like earth religion and then my father's side super christian like Mm. very churchy Mm. very uh, church choir very like kind of you know they have their sort of small-minded kind of churchy family kind of thing so you know but they're like they're like um you know my grandfather had an orphanage and they had a lot of adopted children and so they 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 had dealt with a lot of pain from the korean war and so they Mm. they sort of had this mixed family that dealt with a lot of suffering and Mm. so it was a it was a different kind of um generosity that they had but it was definitely sort of small-minded when it came to like spirituality and the earth and and stuff and the all mm. of that, all of that was like real witchcraft to them. You know, mm. anything that was sort of like about like these folk religions and the, you know, Korean shamanistic past was like, they were not into it. Mm. So uh, they were very like kind of superstitious around, around this kind of stuff. So it was a big sort of that, that's kind of the stuff that my family divide is in me. So my, my father would probably like discourage any of that, you know, yeah. Um, so that's probably what exists within me that keeps me from working on whatever that is, whether it's astral projection or really like dream journaling or like looking into the past and looking into the future. Like, and this is like, I had a, I had one of those, like this crazy, um, reading from a woman named Mm -hmm. Bella who, uh, Mm -hmm. did my past lives. And she said that. My father and I, this is my first life as a woman, as a woman, I had been a man for all of my past lives. And my father (laughs) and I 
had been in many lives together and uh he and i uh this is our last life cycle together and he and i are, had been been soldiers who had killed each other in a war <gasps> in our last life yeah our last life together now where we're really like battling it out as father <laughs> and daughter that's intense. Wow. Whoa. How did really that have to make the peace in this lifetime? We're going well. That's good. Wow. So I was going to ask if you believe in past life and future life. And it sounds like you do. I do. I do. I do. And it explains, it, it does explain a lot because when, the, when she told me that, uh, and I really relate to my father, like, because our relationship is very military. You know, and we've never been in the military. <laughs> in this life. It's so funny life. that your dad is that way. And then your mom is talking about astral projecting and like all that. But it's also why they get along because oh. they're so different. Oh, you know, like, like, like right brain, left brain. And yeah. like, it's very, it, it's like, oh, they actually match up pretty, you know, opposites attract for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's such an interesting thing. So I'm like, oh, I get it. You know, but he and I definitely are like total soldiers together. We really do have that same kind of like weird, a few good men. And I'm a very like sort of male woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> masculine. <laughs> so yeah. Very masculine. And, and he gets that. And so it's sort of, yeah, it's like real G.I. Jane. And mm. I totally see it. Wow. You know? Well, that reminds me of just like you being on majorly on the forefront of a lot of LGBTQ Mm. like activism starting in the at least in the 90s right um where you were like publicly ahead on a lot of that how has it been for you now that we're more um the public more so is aware now and accepting and there's more of a light. Like what is that like for you as someone who's already been fighting for this for so long? Oh, it's wonderful. It's really wonderful. I love it. I'm so glad. And, and actually um, my parents are a big part of that story because my parents owned a gay bookstore in the seventies. Cool. So they started that, you know, they're, they're really incredible. If you think about like them coming from Korea in the sixties and buying a gay bookstore, which is like so crazy yeah. from their background. Especially so one being like really Christian. Amazing. Yeah. This, you grew up like in San Francisco, right? Yeah. <laughs> so very strange, but they, yeah. um, yeah, they had a gay bookstore and I grew up in it. And, and so I grew up around gay people who were very heavily tattooed and, mm. and one was a witch. Uh, <gasps> he, um, had full body tattoos and he had a, a necklace, which uh, actually was made of tiger's teeth. Oh. Um, and he was, he was in a coven in London and they would do uh, rituals at Highgate Cemetery in um, <gasps> where they would shoot the old hammer films, those old uh, vampire movies from the oh 60s and 70s. Cool. Um, which is super cool. But uh, would he like guide like, you? Would no, no, no. We didn't practice together, but okay. he, he he loved it. I mean, oh. he loved practicing. He, mm. I don't know that many male witches. Yeah, um, it's definitely less, but they are there. They mm-hmm. are out there. We've had some on the show. Mm-hmm. They're cool. I just watched yeah. the Love Witch. That oh, movie. I still have yet to see that. Oh, it's beautiful. Anna Biller yeah. is wonderful. Mm. It's a great. It's a great movie. She's amazing, but. It, there's a there's a lot of funny male witches in there. <laughs> yeah, cool. It's really great. It's a I really really it. fun movie. I love it. 
Okay, which is if you're feeling like you need some extra help during this crazy time, then BetterHelp is here for you. It's online, totally virtual, totally sanitary therapy. <laughs> yeah, you can start communicating in under 24 hours with totally professional counselors and licensed therapists. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it's actual professional counseling. It's therapy, but virtual, so perfect for right now. And it's available worldwide, so no matter where you are, BetterHelp can help you. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, and so do we, which is why we're so excited to give you this special offer for 10% off your first month. All you have to do is go to betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. That's betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. Which is, as you're going to hear on this episode, I am feeling very psychic right now, and it's it's accurate, and that is because I'm bleeding. She bleeding. I'm bleeding right now, and I am so glad that I have Ned CBD on my side for my period. Uh, Leah and I both have their Natural Cycles collection, which is full-spectrum CBD. There's um, some that you put under your tongue. And then there's some that you roll on. And I'm using right now the salve for your period. That's like really good CBD that calms down the inflammation and the cramps. Yeah. So it's like low back and uterus area. I love using it. My bottle is almost empty. Um, cannabinoids are amazing for so many different things like sleep aid. It's used to treat insomnia and it's an anti-inflammatory. It's a natural pain reliever. It helps with anxiety and PTSD mm -hmm. and depression. And the list goes on. And there's a lot of CBD out there, but Ned is special because they have full transparency. They tell you where everything came from, what goes on at these farms they're using. It's all very like firsthand. The actual founder goes there um, really clean and it's the only full spectrum, like pure CBD. So it's very, very high quality. So if you want 15% off your first order plus free shipping, go to helloned.com slash witches. Again, that's hello, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash witches to get 15% off your first order plus free shipping. Thank you, Ned. Well, how did you find the, the strength against naysayers back then? I think it, well, it was, um, there it didn't seem to be many because mm. the gay community in San Francisco was mm. so strong, you know, and if you were going to gay pride parades, even though they were small in the city, they were still relatively like so robust, you know, that was mm -hmm. such a big deal in San Francisco. It, and gayness in San Francisco was so really a big deal and exciting and political and powerful and and even during AIDS, AIDS really devastated the community, mm. but the political movement around AIDS still was so incredible and, and so important. And, and really, um, I think it, it, even um, though it devastated the community, the, the, the survival uh, that um, we all banded together to make mm -hmm. sure that, that we could survive, you know, that, that's really what brought, I think, um, unity to to the community that that didn't exist before because men and women were very separate in the gay community before right it was like gay lesbian very yeah. separate 
Mm. And then it really was brought together um, through through AIDS. Yeah, and that I was mean, really incredible. So I think it, it, it really changed us. And, and so that that was really amazing. Um, so it's 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 great. I mean, it's come so long, so so far, and it's come it's such a different place. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really amazing. I, I'm really I, I'm grateful to have witnessed it um, and gone through so many changes with it, and it's it's amazing. Mm. You must. I'm guessing that your. Do you know your star, moon, and rising? Or sorry, your sun, moon, and rising. Um, my uh, sun. I am a sun. Uh, is a. It, it it's my moon is Gemini. My oh, okay. sun and rising are both Sagittarius. So it's a kind oh. of a. It's a strange kind of mix. I have. Um, <laughs> I have Gemini. I had a feeling that you were a Gemini. In some way. Well, so your emotions, your moon is your emotions. So that's yes. your Gemini. You have two yes. sides of your emotions probably. Mm. But that makes yes. sense because Sagittarius are very fun and they're a lot about asking questions and getting to the truth of things, which is very much like comedy. Stand up. Yeah. Your stand up. Yeah. yeah. And your style yeah. of it where it's about real shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that you're a double Sagittarius. So I'm a double Scorpio, my sun and rising. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. like... For people like you and me, we're usually, it's like the, the past, the sun matches the rising, the, what you're going towards, which means what you see is what you get. Like we've always been who we are. We're kind of like very strong in who we are. Right. There's no, there's no mask because it's just the same right. sign. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's, it's weird. My mother, my, but my mother is a a devil Scorpio too. So I, okay. I, I really, I get that, you know, I really get that. I mean, I yeah. feel it, you know, but it's a very, it's an interesting combination. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, it's definitely different. It's rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wondering earlier about, um, back on that, that fear you have around exploring your powers. Mm-hmm. If I just had a sense, like, did something happen with your mom's visions that scared you? like because she has this power? Um, well, there was a one time we had this, uh, this is such a crazy story, but the, uh, for my, um, no, my, my parents um, had a 50th wedding anniversary for my grandparents. And it was the, oh. it was in 1978. And it was the, the week after the terrible, um, terrible uh, uh, people's temple tragedy in Guyana where the 900 plus people committed suicide at, um, in um, Guyana uh, after Jim Jones told them to. Oh, and yeah. They drank the flavor aid. And yep. um, it's awful. But the, the People's Temple had been actually, the original one was in San Francisco. In California, right. Yes. And um, it was right down the street from <gasps> um, my grandparents' house. Whoa. And so my mom was watching the news and couldn't find a venue for uh, the, the party that she was supposed to have. No. And then she watched the news and she realized, oh, that means that the People's Temple is, there's nobody there. Oh so she said, God. oh, I'm going to have a party at the People's Temple. So she rented out the People's Temple that week oh because she realized they weren't going to be there. Oh my God, and then, um, so, yeah, so nobody's going to be there. Oh and so God. they had the party. And then, so we had the party there and, um, she said a lot of the ghosts were there. Whoa. And I bet. And the party. More attendees oh. than expected. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
oh no, that, I didn't realize that I felt so bad. And, <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be like, I felt so bad. I had to say sorry to the, you know, because I, I, wrong that was not good that I do but I didn't realize and I was like oh shit you know because you know but they had been gone for a couple of years you know it wasn't yeah. like it, they you know they it but it, it was because they had that was the last place that they had sort of called their mm. home before they left so it was right. their energy had still sort of been there and of course so their presence was still there you know I think that they're Spirits have been sort of wandering back and like asking these sort of places why mm. this has happened. It'd be a terrible, terrible thing. That wow, so, that is a crazy story. <laughs> yeah, so their energies were bouncing off of the walls of this place, <sighs> um, and you know, and and in subsequent years, that building had to be demolished. And there was fires. There is all of these things that oh. actually went through. Wow. You know, that building, lots and lots of things happened in that building. There were lots of psychic phenomena that were, like, actually kind of horrible. But Whoa. Um, she was like, oh, I just, I'm, I made a mistake. Like, it was, like, <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous thing that was, like, actually really terrible. But so I think that incident actually was a very uh, telling one. Yeah. Where it was so unpleasant for very bizarre but actually psychic reasons yes that made me really traumatized to that sort of sensitivity that's that what made it, me sort of mm-hmm. think like I don't want to to know mm-hmm. what this gift is about so wow. I, I do feel like there is something to that yeah I that sensed sense. that earlier like that there was a resistance because something sort of freaky happened yeah, yeah, you just don't, when you're like, I, I was probably about nine or ten years oh old. Oh my gosh. You're, you're mm-hmm. sort of at the cusp of like, I could really either go either way. Like when yeah. you're about that age, you could really either be, kids are amazing. They could be, they're all, all kids are psychic. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be Did really you sense something really was wrong close. when you were a kid, when you were at the People's Temple? I, I guess, but I think that every kid is like really open to any mm. sort of psychic experience. You don't even mm. know. Because they're so open to everything. Kids see yeah. everything. So right. they don't even know what, what's like a psychic experience or not because you right. just see it and you're just innocent to whatever it is. True. Exactly. They don't distinguish because they don't realize that there is a dis- yeah. difference. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know to be scared. You don't Do know you practice to be... manifesting at all? I think so, yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I think so. I think that it's like definitely a big part of what um I think I think it's a, a a big part of what um uh, my work has always been about mm. and what um I, I think like I, I think not so specifically but like not specific jobs or specific like uh experiences but in just in in the um I, uh, I guess the, the journey of it. Yes, for mm. sure. For okay. sure. Like or you, how it feels. You maintain a vibe of what you want in the way yeah, that you like move. Yeah. How it would feel and how it would grow and how it would feel like to move and, and to mm-hmm. um, feel like purposeful. And um, definitely like it, it, 
you know, it's something that is a constant and something that I want to continue to grow. But yeah, manifesting is very important. And it's something that I feel like people need to do. And, and, and that, you know, all of it is very spiritual. All of art is a very spiritual kind of work and then yes. we are constantly manifesting it and it's, it's, it's something that we have to continue to do mm-hmm. have you heard of the divine feminine uprising uh, no no but I like it <laughs> <laughs> she likes it already yeah. um you would like it if you read more on it it's just this um I guess I guess you could say a mystical sort of um prophecy but I think it also comes from astrology that mm. we are in right now that is um basically preceded by thousands of years of patriarchy and it is the time of moving into more of a matriarchy and I'm super excited Mm. and it feels like even this pandemic is pushing things that Mm. way Mm. um like you know the countries that have female leaders are doing better um (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) yeah I mean that's fucking so true right yes Come yeah. on, not a coincidence. I mean, come on, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. Just obvious. Like, that's of course. Yeah, and we had a witch on the last week's episode, and she was pointing out how all the sort of masculine systems that are set up are failing. And it's being really highlighted how this pandemic is really highlighting how they're failing. And it's the more feminine or matriarchal things that are healing and helping. Mm -hmm. So like, um, you know, obviously the, the Western, our, our privatized healthcare is really Mm -hmm. masculine with the currency exchange. Mm -hmm. And that we're seeing how we weren't prepared and how this is not a good setup, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, the things like, What's some of the feminine things that are helping helping right now? Healing, arts, yes, um, witchcraft, witchcraft, um, mm-hmm. connection, yes, right. going within, literally mm-hmm. going within, patience, like, therapy. <laughs> Those are all the things yeah. we need to get yes. through this. They're all feminine. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Margaret, I want to talk about you being on the fucking Masked Singer because <laughs> I love that show. You should try to get your mask and wear it as your mask. <laughs> I know. What a good idea. That's such a good idea. Um, I love that mask. Uh, it was so cute. Thing. So pretty. It's yeah, so your outfit cute. was it's a great. little dog. I love it. I loved it. Um, I love that dog. It's so cute. No, I loved. I loved it. It was so fun. It's um, it's such a funny. Uh, thing too but you know it's like really all about like um how much of a singer is uh context Mm. you know like that's really like Mm. an interesting thing about that that's sort of what that show is really about is like Mm -hmm. how much of an entertainer is context and how much is is really what we put on there like because we sort of think like how much of it is their actual voice and how it sounds and how much is it the time that they came out what their what they're sort of like moment in history is mm. like what their uh what their moment in the zeitgeist what right. they're uh, up against mm-hmm. um you know it's a there's a lot to go with and it, it's so fascinating and I'm 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 really I, I I'm really excited to watch it too like I really get thrilled <laughs> watching it because I'm always guessing but yeah. it's also like very upsetting too sometimes like because I'm like 
I love Dionne Warwick. Like I am huge Dionne Warwick, like crazy mega fan. And just like to see like Sarah Palin go farther. But it's really like, that's the thing is that when you remove a singer from their context, mm-hmm. then it's like, Oh, well, th- there's so there, there's so much to the story. So it's very interesting. Um, so it's yeah. really the show really doesn't have to do with who's the best singer. It has to do with who are we trying to figure this out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who do we have any idea who this is? Like who the the, the show is more who the fuck is this person? <laughs> That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were such a good singer. Were you were you Thank nervous you. at all? I was so nervous. Really? Um, I was really nervous because it's also like very hard to sing inside of a mask because you can't hear yourself like you usually are used oh. to hearing yourself. And the mic is very dry. So there's no sort of like reverb or anything that you're used to hearing on it. Um, mm. It's all live. So there's no sort of like auto-tune or any kind of anything there's no backup anything there's no uh in-ear monitors there's no I mean there's nothing anything that usually helps a singer that usually uh Mm -hmm. you would use these crutches um so that's uh, off the table um there's (laughs) certain things like that you know you may not be used to like I'm not used to being on a swing like 75 feet above yeah So there's that. There's other things that um, maybe other people may be better at, like somebody like Donny Osmond. Of course, he's mm. going to do great in like a big, you know, uh, running across a shiny stage, right. that kind of stuff. So that you know, there's some people that are really great at uh, certain sort of dancey things that they take advantage of, and um, that it's it's certainly a, a very fun show and something that we can all agree on, which I, I appreciate. bringing the country together (laughs) yeah we need those things because we really are arguing a lot (sighs) and it's scary how much people fight and I do I love a good fight but it I you know when something can bring people together I think that's really tender and Mm -hmm. and super like that uh, that's really that's a real talent when something Mm -hmm. can bring people together I I really admire that because we're so divided and Mm -hmm. there's fewer and fewer things that can Mm. Yes. Being that you're an activist inevitably through all your work, do you like in this time where, you know, you're trying to slow down a little bit, you're trying to not overdo it with the productivity. What level is worrying about others and what level is worrying about you? Mm. Like, how do you navigate that as an activist? Um, I don't know. I think it's always, um, it, it is a constant worry about mm. everything. I mean, mm-hmm. others and yourself were, were all the same. This, mm-hmm. this thing, this whole pandemic really just shows how connected yes. we all are. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. we're that only human. We all, we're all only human and we all are linked, like all linked, like in a way yes. that we didn't yes. even realize. Yes. yes. And so, with the earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the earth. Like, yeah. and, and there's so other. much. Yes. So much to 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 uh, look to each other and to ourselves to we're to blame and we're also to heal it. So yes, you know. But we have that we have that capability. 
Yes, mm-hmm. we do. Well, you connecting with us feels like you're helping us. Yeah. <laughs> like Good. it's such an honor. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. Uh, we would love to pull cards for you. Do you feel open for a reading? I would love it. Yes, that would awesome. be amazing. Okay, so we can both pull, right? Because yeah. we're gonna pull from two decks. Okay. So, I'm going to pull from our classic goddess deck. So these are all goddesses that are oracles to offer guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not tarot. It's oracle. They're all positive. So it's and all then very positive. I'm going to pull from Angel Phoenix's deck. And I was called to pull this deck for you because she's like tatted and badass. And Most like really naked. Yeah, she's like, hot. She's yeah. Hot. Like kinky. The deck yes. is made to turn you on. Like, yeah. So yes. to turn you on to yourself. So like, it's yeah. so hot. She'll do this for Margaret. Um, so do you have something, a question on your mind that you would like to ask? It can be super general. Like, what do I need to know right now? Or you can ask about a specific thing. Um, well, I have a date tonight. <gasps> yes! <laughs> Love it. Do you want some guidance for going into yeah. a date? Okay. Oh, Hell okay. yes. That's the perfect question for both these decks. <laughs> it's already hot. I'm smiling. I feel really good about this date. Margaret, if you could take a deep inhale with us. One, three, one, two, three. (sighs) Why did, well, we can bleep this out if it's, you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but the name Andy came into my head. So I wonder what that has oh. to do with. Does that have to do no, with No, that was my ex. But. Oh, weird. <laughs> okay, well. Weird. That's wow. okay. Um, I got your goddess. Anya, okay. leap of faith. Ooh, Take okay. a risk and put your heart's true desire into action. Oh. Mm. So this is telling me, like, jump into this date. Like, don't. There's no need for nerves. This is a leap of faith. Mm. Like go in fully and like put your heart's desire into action. That doesn't mean necessarily fuck, but it just more so means to me like oh jump God. in virtual. Mm, that's um, good. And then I pulled from the Revolution of Self-Reverence deck, Swagger. Um, and it's a picture of Angel and she is like, you know, tatted, she's wearing purple shoes and she just looks dope. So I'm reading this as like dress up for your date with, with swagger. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, let That's me That's amazing. Read. <laughs> Yay, this is exciting. Um, let me read you the uh, leap of faith message for you from Anya. Procrastinating about your dreams won't make them go away. Neither will it make them happen. Indecision is the death of the soul's burning passion to improve, grow, and learn. Don't worry about making a wrong decision. Instead, worry about making no decision at all. Mm. This sounds like Mm. earlier. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then take time to pray, meditate, investigate, research, go on nature walks, and make your decision. Once made... Mm the universal energies will immediately support your decision and doors will successively open as if by magic. The magic, you see, 
is that you've set your mind to accomplish something, and this intention is what sets you on your magical journey. Trust that the universe will support you in all ways. Trust that your intention is clear and right for you. And then take a leap of faith and jump fully and squarely into the midst of putting your dreams into action. Don't hesitate or delay a moment longer. Did this date get rescheduled a bunch? Um, well, in a way, yes. Okay. <laughs> Some sort of hesitation or something. Yeah. Right? Various okay. meanings of this card. Your dream will come true. Your chosen path is the right one for you. Heaven supports you fully on your mission. Your material needs will be taken care of. Take action steps towards the realization of your dream. Break down your dream into achievable baby steps so it's easier to start and keep going. So with those, it's kind of whatever resonates, like one or many. This is kind of cool. Anya is a powerful Celtic goddess and fairy queen who gave birth to incarnated fairies from her romances with mortal men. Oh! Anya is revered (laughs) in Ireland for helping to grow crops and oversee animals. You can call upon Anya when you need additional guidance and the courage to take risks. Mm. Love it. So swag yourself out tonight and take a leave of faith. Into the day. I love it. Yes. yes. It sounds um, really good. Yeah. yeah. Very positive. Um, and we end every episode. Oh, well, do you have anything to plug? I mean, obviously you're Margaret Cho, so people know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm, I have a podcast. You, you both, you have to come and be on mine. Oh, yes, yes please. please. Love we'll that. figure that out. We'll yes. definitely do that. That would be wonderful. I would love, be Margaret I would love to have Cho. you on. Yes, Amazing. I would love to have you on. Yes, and, uh, thank yeah, you. but that's it. Awesome. And then awesome. we'll we will ride through this pandemic together. Yes, yes, yes. divine feminine. We are uprising, baby. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> now let's do our basic blessing. So mm-hmm. this is something we're each grateful for today. It's how we end every episode, <sighs> big or small. Mm, I'm grateful for the comedy store because for a Mm. long time they were our home and, and it took a lot of speaking of actionable baby steps. It took a lot of actionable baby steps to get you on the show, Margaret. And I'm so grateful to be talking to you and, and the the store store. for making this happen. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I am grateful for the art that decorates this apartment. A lot of it is made by Leah and I, a lot of it is made by listeners and it makes it feel like truly a home that reflects me as an individual. Whereas my past homes, I feel like didn't as Mm. much like this one really does. I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful that we got a chance to do this today for the technology yeah! that even though we're so far apart that we got to feel like we were all right here together. And yes. that's amazing. And for everybody yes. who's out there listening who feels like we're right with them, I think that's really beautiful. Even though we're all apart, we're all together too. That's really that's, nice. That's I so nice. That. I love that. Thank yeah. you so much, Margaret. Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon. If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness, like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic Basic Witches. Witches.